Hello ladies and mangas. Welcome back to the Bali Rooftop. This is the podcast number three. And uh, it's good to be back. I need to do this more often, so I'm just switching on record on my phone. As I'm doing a little escape from the madness and chaotic crazy traffic and busy touristy expatty land that is South Bali and I'm uh, yeah I've hit the road to head up to North Bali to clear the head clear the mind as it were hope you're all doing well just checking in seeing that everyone's feeling funky good out there loving life in Bali or looking forward to the next holiday in Bali or reflecting on the memories of things that have happened to you in Bali. All those crazy things that seem to happen here, whether they they uh, hurt you and make you stronger, because some random shit can go on here that can certainly hurt you, but overall, that all makes us stronger, right? Bali's one of those places that seems to be... Well, it's kind of like this meeting point of huge negative and positive energies and believe me I ain't no hippie even though I'm driving past Ubud right now maybe it's affecting me the other chase my chakra but uh, the truth is something about this place that uh, just ignites people in a huge way and it seems to be that if you've got anything unbalanced going on in your life it kind of draws it out a lot of people come here to escape and reinvent themselves and be someone else, start again. But it kind of seems to me that if you're not balanced, then the, then the uh, energies that pull on you here sort of pull you over very quickly. If you're not standing on two strong feet, a lot of people come here and try and start again and try and reinvent themselves. But if they're not, if they're not sort of working themselves out inside, they end up toppling over pretty fast and... Uh, and I guess it's one of those places that really brings things out in you that need to come out. Because it's a mad place geographically and, you know, somewhere where, uh, where the whole island is like, literally goes from the depths of an ocean and the deep, deep crevices, crevices, trenches of Lombok Strait up into the highest peaks of uh, Mount Agung. you got volcanic molten lava pushing its way up to get to the surface and you got people trying to stand on that surface without falling over when the ground shakes and Lombok gets shattered by an earthquake there's a lot going on here speaking of all that it's been a pretty hectic last number of days in Bali and I think uh, a lot of the musical community and a lot of the rest of the community especially music lovers, have been affected by the passing of a really amazing musician, good friend of mine and a good friend to many, that is R.I. Dalai, uh, an absolute legend of a human being who was the resident artist at The Orchard each Saturday night for a long time. I was very lucky to be around at the, very, at the beginning of the, the Orchard music sessions when 
Graham, who uh, who you heard me talk to on the first podcast, when he started that bar, that pub, and he decided to put music on there. Uh, at that time in my life, I was just kind of playing gigs around the place, but I didn't really feel like I had a strong musical family here. Didn't feel so connected to the musical scene. I knew musicians, and I, I went to gigs, and and uh, I knew that there were a lot of people out there, but it always felt like the music community to me wasn't really strong around me and then when when the orchard kicked off with all the music and um sort of gave a home for all these musicians to come and not just perform it to hang out to meet each other and talk and and uh from there it really felt like for me at least and i and i think a lot of other people that there was a musical community that, that very be- quickly became a musical family and uh and ri delai was a very, very strong part of that. Uh, for me, obviously, I was jamming with him a lot, doing a lot of doing a lot of sessions, improvised, sort of jumping up on stage and sculling whiskey and talking shit and smoking cigarettes and having a laugh. But also, for so many musicians and so many people that love music and have gone to the orchard over the last few years and sat there with their jaws dropped wide open watching the jams that have unfolded and the people that have jumped up to play and the amazing skill that just seems to be lying, waiting to surface all over this island and right across Indonesia. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone has been deeply affected by the loss of R.I. He passed quite suddenly uh, last Friday morning, early Friday morning. And uh, we had an incredible night on Saturday night at the Orchard, remembering him and getting up and jamming and, uh, and reflecting on what he's meant to all of us. And I think something I tried to articulate that night uh, when I got up and, and played a few songs, something I wanted to sort of stress was that there's such a beauty in not just how much we can all one love, love we can all love one person that uh, and realize what they mean to us when when they leave us and that when we all come together to reflect on that person and and think about the times we've spent with them and talk about it it's not just amazing how much we realize we love that one person but how much we realize we all love each other and how if any one of us in a room like that was missing we'd still all be there and really sort of hits you how much you know you sort of hear these people in passing saying oh I just I didn't know him that well but I just saw him a week ago or I, or I just um, bumped into him in a cafe a couple of days ago and had a quick word and told him I enjoyed his music it's just all those little simple moments that people reflect on I mean you are sharing those moments with so many people every single day and those people that are affected by you would say the exact same thing if you left suddenly and we're all in that position and it really reminds you and all of us how special every single little interaction of every single moment of every single day how special those interactions are and how important it is that they're positive and uh, you know there's nothing wrong with negative moments in our lives because it teaches us to learn but man I tell you what it's important to smile through them and to make people feel good every time you have any sort of moment with them 
because there's some sort of beauty in being able to turn around and go, man, that person, I remember that person. I remember that person because of that simple moment when we bumped into each other on the street and the way they smiled at me and made me feel good about my day. And that person was special. Anyway, R.A. Dalal was, was definitely special. He was an absolute legend. He was uh, within the first bunch of people that came along and climbed up onto the rooftop with his guitar in his hand. And so I'm going to play you one of his songs. Well, this is the, one of the songs he played on the rooftop. I think I'll play you a little interview. I haven't actually released it yet. We haven't released it yet, but we did do a little interview with him at the time, so I'll play that a bit later. But here's a track by R.I. called Alive, uh, which is just beautiful that it's called Alive because R.I. really was an example of someone who, who lived by his passion, which is another thing we just... You're, it's, such, it's so convicting to see someone do that. And it's such a conviction to me to, to know people that live by their passion. I often doubt myself, and I think we all do, as to whether or not our passion has the right to be put first because everyone around us and society tells us that so many other things are more important than our passions but when you see someone living by their passion and with their passion alone and, and our eyes passion was music it's just such a beautiful conviction and such a beautiful reminder that that you know when our time comes to leave we want to know that we we gave our passion everything, everything it deserved. It's got the right to shine. So here's R.I. Delay with his song Alive. I'm walking down the street, I'm checking up the scene. Don't know where I'm going, but I'm feeling free to king To live my life the way I want To live my life the way I dream As I reminisce about my life, I get a little bit sad I think about the days when I was sitting on the corner We sing the days Will just go by Waiting to live my life The way I want To live my life The way I dream I feel alive I feel alive now For every day I feel alive I feel alive I feel alive now For every day I feel alive Yeah
I took the big step, I left my life behind me I know I'm so heavy that I'm feeling so free To live my life the way I want To live my life the way I dream I feel alive, I feel alive now For every day, I feel alive I feel alive, I feel alive now For every day, I feel alive Yeah I feel alive now I feel alive now All right Well, I'm just cruising up the mountain Way up past Ubud now, heading up towards Kintamani. I'll tell you what, if you've never done this drive, if you've never decided to get the fuck out of Dodge, get away from that crazy South Bali area which uh, has all its spoiled for choices, restaurants and bars and people and hipsters and more hipsters and a bit of Changu and their hipsters. It's got a lot of fun, but mate, get the hell out of there sometime and you've you've got to drive up north it's absolutely beautiful up here it's a completely different world and let me just let me practice my descriptive phrases so i can describe to you what i'm seeing you're just not you're not seeing what i'm seeing you're gonna you don't understand me you gotta see it through my eyes really though you hit the road up here and all of a sudden all that concrete and pollution and plastic kind of starts washing off, washing out of the brain. Even, even the hangover starts to dissipate. Could you believe it? The whiskey actually leaves the soul. And you've just got, you got smiling faces, smiling faces. People are happy, they're happy, they're happy. You're driving past little streams and there's old knackers and old iboos just bathing away naked, washing themselves down. Big fat grins on their grids with their old teeth falling out over their lips. But Jesus, they're happy. Everybody's so goddamn happy. It's a beautiful thing really reminds you to get back to basics get back to basics and uh yeah it's just it's greener the temperature drops it feels cooler fresher drive through areas where there's coffee plantations and you can smell those beans roasting and you if you go up and over down through munduk you pass through the uh the land of cloves that's where they grow all the cloves that they stick in the 
in the clove cigarettes so you get this in especially when in the right season they're just all over the road you see these tarpaulins thrown down where they've they've picked all these clothes off the trees and then they've dried them blowing them out in the sun and and you literally yeah you, you, you close your eyes and you just you feel like you're in a cloud of aromatic scents it's beautiful it's a sweet smell I mean, I'm a big fan of the clove cigarettes, so uh, some people hate them, but uh, I love those things. Apparently, they're healthy for you. They're, they're, uh, they're good for the lungs because they open them right up and they, uh, they stick those natural flavors in there and it uh, promotes longer life and helps you play soccer better and just do it, just do it. You've got to love a country where, uh, where you're still allowed to advertise cigarettes on billboards. God, you've got to love those campaigns. They're almost worthy for comic value. I mean, the latest one I've just seen up around town is a massive billboards. And the slogan is literally, don't quit. <laughs> you know, which is put in the, uh, in a phrase which, you know, with a, with a picture of someone about to kick a goal in soccer or climb up to the final peak of some mountain in uh, rock climbing gear and obviously you know yeah don't quit don't get don't quit till you get to the top but deep down we all know what's going on do not quit the cigarettes we need you we need your money we need your lungs anyway Jesus I'm getting off pissed aren't I off pissed sound like I'm pissed it's beautiful up here it's an amazing place uh, and anyway, you'll get up over the mountain, down the other side, and then you'll hit this black volcanic sand beach coastline where the water's still uh, stiller. It's stiller. Stella! It's more still than that of the south. You don't have these thumping waves just slapping the sand. You've just got this gentle, gentle lapse, gentle lapse, where you can snorkel, scuba dive, it's just peaceful. It's just it's just just a calmer feeling up here. So I tell you what, if you haven't travelled away from the south of Bali, do it. Do it. If you're scared of uh, driving a car, it does get easier once you get out of the main smoke, the main shitty smoke, uh, because yeah, there's less cars on the road, and the roads are pretty smooth going up over this mountain now. They've they've done them up. So anyway. Athron, the tourist guide, would like to explain to you how you can get on the road. Alright, I might sign off for a bit and focus on the actual road that I am describing. Here's a song. Ask me. No, I don't want to ask you. <laughs> ask me. you with my mind I'll do anything you want me 
Baby, you just set my heart on fire You set me down, made me feel so I can see clearly when you touch me What are you waiting for? Clearly when you touch me What are you waiting for? Let's make love I know just what you want I know just what you need Give you all you want All you gotta do is Ask me, ask me, ask me I know just what you want I know just what you need Give you all you want All you gotta do is ask me Just a little bit more I can help myself Wanting you, your soul, your body, your smile I can see clearly When you touch me What are you waiting for? Let's make love I know just what you want I know just what you need Give you all you want All you gotta do is ask me Ask me me. I know just what you want, I know just what you need, give you all you want, all you gotta do is say ask me, ask me, ask me, did it today, did it today, didn't they, did it all about did it all about today. I can see clearly when you touch me What are you waiting for? I can see clearly when you touch me what are you waiting for? Let me blow. I know just what you want. I know just what you need. I give you all I want. All you gotta do is say, ask me, ask me, ask me. I know just what you want. I know just what you need. Give you all you want. All you gotta do is ask me, ask me, ask me. Alright guys, I am out of the car and back into the super smooth sounds of my bedroom. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you've been listening and dealing with my car voice and all the noise and and uh, background noise and shit that goes along with that, thank you for putting up with it. 
But uh, sometimes you've just got to roll with what works, and I feel a bit more comfortable yakking on while I'm driving. Um, distractions are the juice of life. Uh, so you just listened to D and Bam on the Bali rooftop. Uh, they D has been playing around the traps for a long time, and Bam is her amazing guitarist. And Dee's just got that incredible, soulful voice that just resonates through any venue. Uh, she's an absolute pleasure to watch, and she's an incredible performer, and uh, and just great with an audience. Just um, knows how to crack a good joke and keep everyone right on side. So um, if you get the chance while you're in Bali to see Dee, have a look out for her, and I'm sure you can find all her details in our details if you look up the uh bali website the bali the bali rooftop website uh anyway i want to flip straight now into an interview with ri delay um obviously this podcast is quite focused on him uh due to his passing and our great amount of love for him so this was this was yeah actually about a year ago when he was up on the rooftop and he performed the song you heard earlier alive uh, and then I ended up doing a, a quick interview with him, talking about his, his the new release of his album that he'd been recording. And unfortunately, we didn't actually end up uh, putting that interview out before the album was released. So we just we just kept it and didn't release it. And uh, and now that he's gone, I just wanted to share it with everyone because uh, it was it was just you know it's a great little reminder. So let's just flip straight to that. Here's myself up on the rooftop chatting with the RI. Mr. Aradalai. Mr. Tron Tron. <laughs> How you doing, man? Good, good, man. All great. Yeah. Awesomeness. Um, just want to touch base because you, obviously, you and I know each other very well and we play a lot together and that's all yeah. awesome. Um, but let's tell the people about what you're doing now, which is you've got an album coming out. Yep. yep. Uh, so you've finished recording it? Yeah, the recording is down already. I've been uh, down mix and mastering by Mr. Goon. <laughs> Mr. Gunawan. Mr. Gunawan. And then, yeah, I'm looking for like a preparation for my upcoming album. It's going to be released beginning 2018. So, beginning of next year? Yeah, yeah. Like January, February? Something like that. Still, I'm not still sure in the pipeline. I'm still looking the date, the, yeah. the good date. So, I'm going to. Yeah, cool. Announce before I release. We'll, we'll, we'll help you announce it yeah, too. And then preparation, everything now. So, make so tell us when you recorded it. Like I noticed when I went around to your house, you were still working on it in your room. Yeah. It looked like a pretty sort of I don't know one of those processes. Not just going into a studio and trying to get it all in uh, one day. It looks like a just, nice yeah, just long enjoying, creative. I'm just enjoying the, uh, the make the 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 new album. A lot of it was in your house, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more, more in my, 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 my home recording. Yeah, and I mean, you've got Arrow and uh, the, the Island Souls, which you guys play at the Orchard. You had a residency there for a long time. You play all over at Old Man's and Deus and, and all all these different places. But um, but it wasn't just the Island Souls on the album, was it? You sort of went for a different concept of different people you've worked with over the years. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This this album uh, gonna be a called uh, Lagu Perjalanan. It's mean like uh, uh, the journey song, like uh, there's uh, inside the album like uh, I recycle like a uh, few from my my project I did before previous project like, yeah, yeah my previous project from from plastic and from Red Sky also from one of my best friend uh, one of my influence in in Indonesia Imanes. So Who this, was that? Uh, Imanes. Imanes. Yeah, yeah. I try, like, uh, still, still working it. 
and yeah, we'll see. So, what do you, so, so real each song is a real different sound, or what have you gone for? Like, it's it's all different musicians, but is it a real uh, collectic style of different genres as well, or is it specifically one genre mm. the whole album? I don't know what I call it genre, but I, I play more acoustical. Okay. And then only one song up uh, in the electric guitar. Ah, right. And which is quite different to your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, different like different like what. You make you make in love with that electric life. <laughs> I wanna I wanna make something different. I'm always wanna have something different. Every album, every project, yeah, every project or every. Keep kind moving forward. Yeah, 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 Keep yeah. yourself excited. Yeah. I like something, <laughs> something new. <laughs> yeah. And will you will you tour this album when you when you finished it? Is it going to be hard to tour it with so many different people appearing on it, or is it something you want to you want to tour the specific album, or you'll just kind of bring out those songs when you play at different gigs? Or I do both. I think uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna doing both. Like uh, see what happened, and then I still gonna keep writing a new song and. Keep writing and keep Mate, writing. you will never stop writing songs. <laughs> we all never, know that. Once never. a songwriter, always never. a songwriter. <laughs> it's addicted. <laughs> yeah, addicted awesome. In my life. Good stuff. And, and you've been to you've been to Australia recently. You're going again soon. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. What's happening over there? Yeah, yeah. I've been to Australia like uh, this year, a couple of months ago, and then I'm just back from Netherlands. Uh, the Netherlands. Felix that's right. So Netherlands. Tell me, tell me about the Netherlands. <laughs> tell us about the it's Netherlands. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What what brought you over there? Who brought you over there? How did that eventually? Uh, I have some uh, benefit even like uh, from Alzheimer Indonesia, kind of like a charity even. So they invite me for play a couple songs and then I have another gig uh, from Yayasan Pagi Foundation the, like a blues night thing like a tribute to Jimi Hendrix and then I meet with one guy like a, a mix uh, Indonesian uh, Netherlands yeah they call him Jimmy I call him Jimmy is one of the basses from uh, who's uh, Daniel Sahuleka Okay. It's like a yeah. really famous pop star, yeah. so so just lucky uh, someone uh, connected, one of my, with yeah, connected with yeah. him, and then it's happened. It's it's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, and so that that's what brought that up, uh, along by meeting up with him, and he invited you, or or you met him while you were there. You mean? Yeah, yeah, I meet when I, I meet when I'm there. Like gotcha. uh, okay. uh, uh, one of my friend like uh, connect to him and then interesting and then they, they set up the gig for me ah, together nice. with him so, oh, so that's while you were there you got that extra gig. yeah 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 is yeah. there a strong indonesian uh, cultural scene in in the netherlands is there a community there that's quite I strong think, yeah like, yeah quite yeah. strong like uh, quite strong and then they know like uh, uh, when I play in Amsterdam, they know a few of my songs. So <laughs> this is great. So they sing They're probably watching the Orchard live stream <laughs> Maybe, every yeah. Saturday, mate. Just, just, just jumping in on G's Facebook <laughs> watching you rock out. Good stuff, man. Well, um, glad to have you up here. We've just heard a couple of his RA songs. We've got two recorded, so if you haven't heard one already, there'll be another one coming anyway. Yeah. Uh, so check it out and uh, keep a lookout for the album. What's the album called again? Lagu Perjalanan. Lagu Perjalanan. Lagu. All right, thanks Bali for being retro. on the show, dude. Yeah. Thanks for being on the rooftop. Thanks for having me, Don't Bali fall rooftop. off. We'll see you Mr. soon. <laughs> and Peel. Cheers. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. There's a feeling that I've known Sure as a new day grows Bright as a lightning rose Watch her as she goes 
And if I had the time, I would find the one. And if I had clean eyes, they could see the sun. And just to save the world, I would play my song. I say therefore the man they call the Rolling John, the Rolling John. There's a feeling that he gave And if you felt it, you would know that you'd become a slave To the movement of that magic place as your hips begin to sway Tell me that you feel the same, though the present may be haze The light is more than lonely days, I told my friends Don't wake up stunned The rolling John, here it comes Oh, well, it comes and goes and goes and rolls I told my friends not to go slow Don't wake up stunned, cause here it comes Once again, the rolling John Here it comes See the man waited for the sun. Well, as the light drew near, gave birth the rolling John, the rolling John. Oh, well, it comes and goes and goes and rolls. I told my friends not to go slow. Don't wake up stone, cause here it comes once again, the rolling John. Dudes, you heard an interview with Ari there, and then we move straight into a live track on the rooftop by a guy called Nick Wallachy, uh, his original song, The Rollin' John. Uh, I could go on about who Nick is, but let's just get straight into an interview I had with him after he performed a couple of songs up there. 
and you can hear about his background and his time in Indonesia. Here we go, Nick Wallachy. Mr. Nick Wallachy. How you going? And uh, an evil Aussie such as myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. A couple of dingoes sitting yeah, on the get, rooftop. Get a couple of dingoes up your rooftop. Um, we kind of surprised each other a little while ago because you sort of think you know everyone in Bali and then we were at both at Amps Rehearsal Studio and I'm like, how long have you been here, mate? And you've been here for how long? In, uh, in Bali? In, in, sorry, in Indonesia? Maybe around 10 years, yeah, I guess. You've, yeah. you've been here a while. Yeah, yeah um, but you've been travelling around a lot. You've been all through Sumatra and... Yeah, before, yeah, a number of years ago I was... Started in Bali and then ended up trekking, ended up in Sumatra basically in the mental wise. How, how do you just end up in Sumatra? Was this surfing or music? Uh, surfing or? And, and music back in the, at that time I was, you know, sort of looking for something to do with my songwriting out of Western Australia and had a mate that moved over to the mental wise and uh, he was an older fella that supported what I was doing at the time back at Margaret River. And oh, he, so he knew you from Australia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he had uh, this little like, album that I recorded on in my bedroom sort of thing over the years and he used to take it around and he took it to the mentor wise we moved out there and then he came back and he said mate bring your board and guitar everyone loves oh, nice. songs on this little island that he was living on with a monkey and a cat and a, and a bloke from Hawaii that you know <laughs> parked up on this little island and he was there as well and boats come through surfing but there's little villages around and just yeah, yeah beautiful beautiful spot so ended up I'd already been tuned in with Bali over you know a few years and gone and between Margs and Bali and then okay. and then I went over that way basically and that's and a great got calling. Sort of, as I went out there, I sort of got caught up in what was going on in Padang, which is you have to go to Padang, fly to, get, to Padang, to and then take there. a boat out and um, so just some, on your stopovers, you were meeting people and meeting people and then sort of got invited to come and play at this uh, Underlust University Music Festival. Okay, and thought I'd learn Indonesian song. Thing and was, was that your first Indonesian that was language the first in Indonesian, terms of learning it? Yeah. That was the first time I thought I'll learn a song. And then that, once I played that song, Laskar Palangi. But oh, that's when you wrote Laskar Palangi? Well, I didn't, I didn't write it, but I I'd, I'd saw it on a film yeah, a year so, previously. Oh, that's of course. Of course, yeah, that's yeah. a famous Indonesian yeah, song. Yeah, famous. Yeah, classic one. Yeah, yeah. So I busted that thought out. you and, owned it for a second then. And then <laughs> I wish. But um, uh, yeah, and then it ended up just, you know, the, the road just went that way. And I just sort of went with it and... A few years later. And that was you being invited to different things to play? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And then made my, f- my way to Jakarta at the time and uh, back, you know, between basically West Java and, and Sumatra for those years doing, doing a few things here so and how, there. How and then started really, you know, writing songs in Indonesian, I guess. Not that I played any of them today, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of two different. You'll be back, mate. It's two Plenty different, two different the, Bibles, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and I ended up back in Bali in the last few years and... So how many years yeah. was that? That was like um, five years or it so? It was about been... 2012, actually moved back this way. So to Bali? Yeah. Wow. So, so you, were, you now. were based in that spot with your mate for all, that entire yeah, time? Yeah, about or two were... years, 2010, 2011 in Sumatra. I mean, your Indonesian language must have been pretty well cemented from living up there. Yeah, and it was, you know, basically immersion mm. is what, we're, you know, will give you the, and how do you, the tricks of the trade. How do you think your songwriting was affected by just living in Sumatra and being surrounded by Indonesian people? And were you, were you jamming with a lot of local musicians yeah, up there? Yeah, you know, a lot of that. Yeah, basically yeah. there was no Westerners for two years. So that's, that was how, you know, true, you, you, true you're dreaming, you're dreaming in Indonesian and then you yeah. wake up and then you're writing songs in Indonesian and it's all rhyming and it was pretty trippy, you know? Yeah, wow. It's it cool. would almost be, I mean, for a lot of people, a lot, for a lot of Indonesians moving to Bali, 
uh, it's a massive change for them just because there's such an influx of tourists here and, and Western influence and all that kind of stuff. You, you probably sort of felt a similar thing just going from that kind of deep immersion into the culture up there and then coming and going, oh, well, who are all these whiteies? <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, that's a polite way to put it, I yeah, guess. Yeah, polite way, yeah. But yeah. I'm sure Is you that avoided, politically I'm correct? Sure, I'm, sure you avoid, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you avoided Kuta. Uh, well, I mean, that's funny. That's where it all began, you know, oh, back yeah. in the day. But, well, is, um, yeah. you, know, I, I, you know, it's an interesting point you make, but I think in Indonesia is the, such a vast archipelago. Or it's just a vast, it's its own universe, you know, from the islands, the languages. It's all tied by, Indone- by Bahasa, but each place has got its own complete thing, different thing going on. And, and when you move from one, one place might have beautiful beaches, one might be a crazy big city. But there's some. There's always something to um, captivate your imagination, I guess, wherever you're going. You just got to embrace it, mate. You know how it is. You're just embrace traveling, and Indonesia uh, fulfills all the senses. So if you go, you know, basically. So that's my my motto anyway. If you're caught in a traffic jam in Jakarta, or if you're surfing Uluwatu, or in the mountains in a waterfall, or up here on the rooftop, you just, you know, you just take it for what it is and, and enjoy the, the exp- you're in. embrace the journey. Absolutely. So, it's all about a journey, and it all adds to your songwriting, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and what have you, as far as your journey goes, what have you really gotten out of the last few years being back in Bali, do you think, towards songwriting and, and just music and playing gigs? What's the sort of new direction for you? Yeah, it's kind of twist, the journey kind of twist and turn a lot of the way I'm still trying to, you know, see where it's definitely going. But you're doing but, a lot more gigs here now. Um, yeah, I was, I was here and I have my original thing going on in, in uh, Indonesian as well and and no, I love surfing and I love, and I've just started a chocolate the business as well. So it's kind of like, I'm just Surf, going with it. Surfing chocolate and tunes, mate. You got it all there going go. on there. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, we'll, we'll see. There's yeah. little things pop up all, all the time all over the place. And um, and the, the ideal scenario would be go back to Jakarta and, and live there. But that wouldn't be ideal. But you mm. kind of have to do what I, what I set myself up to do, to sing in Indonesian. And, and plus, I could probably say this, Cameron, but basically the, the, when I started this idea maybe nine years ago to, to sing and, and make music in Indonesian and all that, it was just like a creative idea that just opened up. But basically the, the industry, mate, it's, it's, it's not what it was when I when the music that I heard in Indonesian and it just keeps going further and further out in in some ways in what direction so, do you think oh it's that real commercial pop sensational I guess sort of a, shit it's a worldwide yeah it's worldwide trend. and, it's a worldwide and trend. they definitely eat it up they definitely eat it up thicker and faster sure. than than anywhere in the world here you know yeah and so it's like you want to create something real and positive for the country so I that that's what I was all about basically and um I guess you get a little bit if you get a little you know, living in the islands and then creating what you think, creating music that you've been inspired by this beautiful like way of life in the islands and then, and also the travel, but then it, it you kind of get a little bit stinged or burnt along the way. Like, mm. if, you know what I mean? Just like the way that the world really is. Sure. And so... As soon as you start adding any kind of business <clears throat> element or any, yeah, any element of having to climb a ladder to expose your music, yeah. then you feel a bit a little bit burnt because those beautiful pieces yeah. that you felt in the beginning start to get shredded away from you yeah. and you can't sort of hold on to them as much. Yeah, true. Yeah. So I used to have the long hair and I used to be just 
Nose ring. Absorbed with <laughs> not, not different side of the didn't quite go as far H, as me. H I double P Y scale things. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it was just just to be like that. And then when you live in the city, it just kind of just grounds you down a little bit more. Yeah, sure. And so I, I enjoy. I'm really enjoying that. So I've basically my Indonesian experience has been living on the beach, living in the villages, and then the cities. It's kind of even in the mosques. In you know. You know, everywhere you go, you just got to guess. You got to respect. And that's the beauty. I mean, where I you mean, are, both sides of the coin, or or any living from one extreme to another. That's what sort of brings out your whole artistic creativity. Anyway, yeah. I mean, as soon as you're in one place for too long, then the comfortability sets in, and you're not you're not quite as inspired. You sort of need to be pushed and pulled. It's kind of like training muscle. You need to. You can't just train the same muscle the same way every day, or it yeah. just sort of starts to go. Oh, yeah, I'm used to that. And it doesn't grow anymore. You've just you've got to get jagged and cut yourself up a bit, don't you? Yeah. And that, that while, while that's happening, you're evolving as well and you're yeah. maturing and your thoughts probably changing and your opinions about things evolve and change as well i guess completely so um you just got to go with it from folk to rock basically yeah. <laughs> folk rock mate folk yeah. rock um and i'm sure you've met a lot of musos here since you've been back in bali to um to jam out with there's a really good community here which i think is fantastic yeah uh, and absolutely. there's certainly a good community here that isn't following that pop trend you know absolutely. they're all doing yeah. their own thing and pushing their own thing absolutely um and a lot of them are getting up on the rooftop which is fantastic man thanks for coming in playing a couple of songs quick rap on those two songs what are they about uh there's actually uh, a couple of songs i wrote actually before when i was living in margaret river before i moved oh, right, okay. before i yeah. moved to the yeah. mentors maybe eight or nine years ago um, one of them, the Roland John, is basically about you know being a grommet. Like, um, when you just want to skateboard and surf and climb trees, and you just got that energy of nature running through you, and it's like in between something between about that, and also this like older brother mentor that sort of in, introduced me to that kind of world. You that know, was giving John. you your first skateboard. Yeah, and his name's John. Well, yeah, okay. his alter ego's John. <laughs> and the other one was called uh, well I never really gave it a name but also from my time in Margaret River meeting meeting you know creative people and people that that write songs is kind of a, a little bit about a few different people like the girl who sings the blues and yeah you know so yeah mate basically Beautiful. a couple of, couple of oldies but pulling them both out yeah it felt like ripping it out yeah you know? good stuff good thanks to have for having here. us bro uh, you'll either hear one of those songs or both those songs soon or you already have we just sort of play it by ear here literally so however we roll it you'll hear it thanks Nick for coming up on board cheers mate ladies and gentlemen alright mofos I hope you've enjoyed today's songs interviews and banter I'm gonna crack off have an awesome day awesome week uh, hopefully I'll be talking to you again soon uh, check out thebaliroftop.com or Facebook forward slash thebaliroftop or just look up The Bali Rooftop on Instagram or YouTube uh, and you'll find the videos to match any of these interviews and songs and a whole bunch more information. So uh, if you like anyone in particular, you can look them up and follow their shit. Do it. That's why we do it. So you can follow it and... Uh, and uh, get that music out there for these amazing people. All right, dudes, have a great day. I'm signing off. Adios.